I like the term in that term of raw mind, let's say raw mind, not conditioned mind and stuff, yes? Which is always available at all times. It's just most of our interest and intention is in a very small, like, mental loop called selfing. Yeah? Because it, that selfing is what reinforces the sense of being a self. Yeah? So it has to, interest and attention must be on it for you to visualize yourself as a body all day. Yeah. yeah. So, so where was I with that? Oh, so there, there's another aspect of mind that I like to call raw mind or you know big M mind, but it doesn't think. It's not. It doesn't pay. It doesn't pay much attention to thought. It mostly goes to space and into entertaining ideas. Yeah, like an idea is introduced. And it doesn't read it and start like like antennas of it, some mental insect feel it out with its antennas. It just sort of receives it and it entertains. And then things happen, downloads, yeah? So information gets downloaded. Some information isn't meant to be translated into knowledge or talking. Others are, yeah. But you'll sense it. So you'll it's a different way. It's almost like a radio station that you don't think is a radio station because when it's on, it's silent, you know. But there's a lot playing in there, a whole lot playing in there, yeah. So that's what I'm talking about. So, and the dilemma that everyone runs into, and there's a lot of masters and in the past that have pointed it out, is that they want to be there to get it, yeah. They want to get the, let's say, the awakening. Yeah, almost as if it's a prize or as a gift or something. But, and that it's going to come in and you're going to open up it and you're going to have the awakening like you'd have a, like a toy at Christmas. Yeah. Exactly. But the, the emphasis isn't on the awakening, it's on you having the awakening. So that's the selfing. Yeah. The selfing is constantly claiming whatever it comes in contact with to see it as how it pertains to itself. So its own nature is seen as how it pertains to the false nature, so you think it's something you want to get. But it is what's looking, like St. Francis supposedly has said. Who knows what they've said, you know, because so much time passes. Could have been Joe or something, at the cobbler or whatever. But St. Francis is what's looking is what you're looking for. Very clear. Yeah. So it basically, if you heard that, it would seriously put a dent in your seeking, you know, in seeking. Because he's attempting to say, hey, this, this search is over before it even begins, because what's looking while you're searching is what you're looking for. So the point is, see, you can search for anything that's not you. You can. You can search for everything else, a house, a this, a car, a latte, blah, 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 tons of things, and you may be successful quite a lot because they're findable, yeah? But you can't search for what you are because you're being what you are, yeah? There's not a point when you stop being what you are and then you become something that can be known or had or can be found because what you are is what you are. So in all the seeking, that's what's seeking. So when you're seeking for anything else, it works. Yeah. But if you seek for that, what's that is? If you if you seek for that, what is seeking, it never works. Yeah. Because you can't find what's looking. 
You can only be what's good. Yeah? That's the, that's the little, that's like the scratch on the record that's at the beginning of the record. It's like the speed bump that throws your car way off. It's like, it's like a, a habit or a pattern, and it just shows the fault of the mental logic. So the mental logic thinks it can apply its logic to everything, but it can't apply its logic to what you are. So but the point is, it keeps applying the logic to what, you're not, what you are, because it has you convinced you're something else. See, so it would make sense if you were something else to be looking for what you are, as if it was an object or a goal or, or like people in a sense, they will call it the authentic self. So the self that they seem to be looking for, the authentic self, isn't the authentic self, but it's they're going to use the self to find the authentic self. Yeah? But that which is looking is what you're looking for. Yeah. So there's no action in that. Of course there's no action in that. I mean, there's no action whatsoever. But let, hold your questions. You had your okay, one so earlier. We'll just go on a riff, yeah? yeah so, see, this, funda- this is the fundamental hiccup that most people start after. They never hear the hiccup, yeah? They sort of come to after the hiccup. And now, the mental logic makes complete sense, you know. I found a job, I found a girlfriend, I found money, I found a place to live. I'm going to apply the same logic to find the authentic self, as if you're not the authenticness, yeah? So, the dilemma is you cannot find what's looking. Because all the while you're looking for, that's what's looking you see? You can spin it any, any way you want, but you're going to always run into this very, very stubborn fact yeah, that the seeker is the sword. You can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha. Yeah. Now, if you heard that as Paul, you would just, yeah, that makes total sense. Why would the Buddha seek the Buddha? But you're busily studying Buddhist texts and spending 30 years practicing Buddhism to find the Buddhahood, basically. But the thing is, it makes total sense. You'll even hear the statement, you can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha, because you truly believe you're not using the Buddha. Because you are fervently looking for the Buddha, so you obviously, for that to have any real meaning, and to have a, like a strong platform, you've got to be something other than the Buddha to spend 30 years looking for the Buddha, or it would be a rude awakening if you realize you were the Buddha the whole freaking time looking for the Buddha. And the looking for the Buddha at that point was being used to disguise the Buddha. Yeah? Ah! Yeah. <laughs> you can try to get out of it anyway, but it's like one of those Chinese thumb things. You know, you can't wiggle yourself out of it. Because... You are starting from the preposition or the assumption you're in it. See, the solution is you were never in it. Therefore, there's no need to get out of it, yeah? You never lost yourself. You can lose a self because it's not you. Like we say in recovery, which is a very interesting statement... I think we went over it last week, but it's, it's cool. Because there's a great statement in recovery that says, you must, you must abandon yourself to God. Yeah. Now, 
if you look at the word abandon as an act, you've probably done it many times. I, I abandon cars, you know, on the side of the road. I abandon, let's say, I haven't abandoned kids and never have, but maybe I had a wife and I could have abandoned her. You know, I left her in the shits and I went off running around. Yeah, I can abandon everything else that I'm not. But you can't abandon what you are, because you'd be there at the point of... In other words, if you're the car you try to abandon on the side of the road, you're going to be there, because the car is... You're the car, yeah? The only way you can abandon something is not be it. So if you follow it the, with the way I see it, like you said, your friend sees differently. Well, I see language differently. So here it says, abandon yourself. So the whole dilemma is, is there's a claiming by you, what you really are, you know, or your activity. There's a claiming of being the self, so you would call self yourself. It's yours, Yeah. Yeah. So it says abandon your, it could have said abandon your, and then that would be it. But abandon yourself. So there's something that you claim, there's a claiming of something that you're not, but this one thing you're claiming that you're not, you call it you. See, this is the one little hiccup. You've claimed a lot of shit. You claim women's as yours, but then they leave, and it's fucking terrible. You claim money as yours, but then the money left. You claim the house, but the house left. But in this case, yeah, what you are can't be lost. What you're not can be. So when it says, and what you're not can be abandoned. So knowing it or not, Bill W., the founder, wrote it, and in a way you can read it totally different than what he may have meant, because he didn't know what was going on anyway. It was a download in him, through him. So let's look at it with new eyes and say, all right, abandon yourself. Yeah, all right, if this is what I'm not, I can leave the room and leave here, this here. It's not going to come with me. So I can truly abandon self in this world, in this life, because it's not of me. You see? I cannot abandon of that which is of me, which is awareness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That can't be abandoned. But that which I am can abandon everything else which it's not. This is it. But see, this is what happens. There's a sense of being a self, and then it goes to a really weird, convoluted thing, and now it believes it can abandon self. But it's trying to abandon self as a self. And we say in AA, which is one of the greatest statements of all spirituality, from a fucking drunken addict foundation, self can't get out of self, is one of the greatest statements of all time. It says it right in our program, self can't get out of self. Wow! It's, if that shoe fits, wear it. Hey, I've been trying to get out of self as a self. That's what happened to me. That was See, if you ever have what you call awakenings here, they're mostly going to be rude awakenings. You're going to get a lot of rude awakenings that are going to inform you that you're already inherently awake, basically. That's what's going to happen. So one of the rude awakenings I've had is when it was revealed to me that that statement, self can't get out of self, could have been, instead of all the years of, you know, you could write blogs, it would be, or journals, tons of journals for a 12-year span, they could have all been just sucked right under the banner, self can't get out of self, because I was in that conundrum. 
I was trying to get out of self. I was trying to get out of what I'd never actually been in. That's why it wasn't successful. It wasn't unsuccessful because I didn't meditate enough, or I didn't go far enough into that practice, or I didn't kiss the teacher's feet enough, or I didn't walk around the statue enough. That's what you look at. That's how you see it. it when you look at anything from self-centeredness, you see how, how, what the fuck did you do? Yeah? That's the, the basis of self-centeredness. You see it was all on you. So spirituality is an incredible system. It'll have you going for lifetimes and never reaching the goal. <laughs> because you'll keep blaming yourself. If you would have only purified enough. Can you imagine purifying and then you have one Oreo? You're back to square zero again. You can't win. Yeah, and it's not meant to win. You're meant to keep you on the hamster wheel. And the wheel of the hamster wheel is just a metal fucking circle. But the only way it becomes a wheel is when the hamster is moving in it. And you and I are the hamster. Yeah, we want to have the wheel stop, but with us in it. But the nature of the hamster is to run. It can't have it both ways. That's it. See, this is what happened with me, I swear. Man, I would have loved just to have been, I would have been a circus speaker in AA if I would have just kept my mouth shut. I could have been trying to help people galore and I, I, I'd be able to explain everything and do this and I'd have every sentence in the book fucking memorized. But that wasn't it. To me, freedom is it. Freedom from even that, the books and everything, yeah? And the point is, as, as this has progressed, it's just gotten more and more pared down to the point which is the freedom is prior to the bondage. There's a point where you have to entertain what you're not. And when you do, you'll see that you are not after the fact. You're before the fact. And before the fact of bondage, it's not a fact. Yeah? So the freedom is prior, not after. And basically, like I, I share with my friend, all our moving forward is for us to, to arrive at where we already are. So in a sense, we're going backwards in time, but we have a story that we're practicing and getting ahead and progressing, but we're actually regressing back to the place we never left. If you really could see it. The time is all crazy here. And this is why I tell people, they have such a yearning to be awake because they are awake. <laughs> it's hard to have a yearning for a banana pancake unless you've had a banana pancake. Then you can really yearn for a banana pancake. You need to have some meat. So we are all inherently awake. And we're thinking we're going to try to reach the goal, but the goal is back. <laughs> and then when you get... When you get back there, you see nothing else had ever really happened. Yeah. When the relief seems to come all at once, it downloads as it's always been this way. It was never, nothing happened. All the huffing, puffing never blew any house down. Yeah, what a freaking relief. Why do you want to wait for an event in that which is always eventful, yeah? You could just entertain what you're not and you'd get a sense. It would catch up to you. There's just like we say in recovery, like things will happen to you and people will notice before you do. You probably won't even know you're fucking away. You don't now. Because you're constantly self-meditating. <laughs> oh. 
pull out and it, we've got the mantra of I, me, my. We're the greatest practitioners of mantras in, of all time. We're constantly listening to I, me, mine all day. And then the mental state, and then we go to the next phase of some meditation, which is visualization. Then there's a visualization of us as a body. And there you go. We're perfect, perfect devotees. We're constantly listening to the chant all day, going into this. Yes. And then suddenly we picture ourselves as a body. And then we believe, all right, that's the starting point. And from that starting point, that's going to give everything you come in contact with the direction it has. And you're off. You're trying to get to L.A. from Idaho, and you're not in Idaho. You're in L.A. You can buy the greatest freaking maps, and if you do, it'll start, it'll start getting, hey, sounds like where I am. <laughs> when they say, oh, there'll be... Uh, relaxed awareness, yes. There'll be a sense of presence, yes. What? I don't, close the map. I'm here. <laughs> then you realize you've never not been here. You've never not been here. You don't need to get into any freaking moment. You can't be out of a moment. You want to be out of a moment. Tons of times. And now they've got a sophisticated, sophisticated way to get out of the moment believing that they've got to get into a moment. It's an incredible move. Really. Because most people all day want to get out of the moment they're in. <laughs> Completely. They're not happy. <laughs> Seriously. So what? So then they go, I want to get out of the moment. So then some slickster comes and writes a book, How to Get Into the Moment. But they describe the moment as something that you don't feel the moment is. So now you're busily trying to get into a mythical moment, which is reinforcing the insanity that you could be out of a moment. <laughs> I swear, what happens if you're a completely successful addict? you get to be super angry because you never transcend the place you truly want to get out of. I remember I overdosed in North Beach once, and uh, I came to, and I was sitting on the floor on my ass, and everyone, there was people around me yelling excitedly, and they brought me back with Narcan, takes away the effects of heroin, and I was so fucking pissed, because I was once again not successful. I hadn't escaped the moment I wanted to escape from. I had a taste, I was, and then they pulled me back in. So most addicts and alcoholics are super freaking angry when they come into recovery, because they hasn't been successful, because you cannot get out of an imaginary place. <laughs> you can't. It's impossible. You can't escape from an imaginary place. We've been trying to get out of self our whole lives. Alcoholics and addicts are the first spiritual seekers. They've been trying to get out of self every freaking day. You, but you can't get out of what you're not in. And actually, that which is telling you you're in uses your wanting to get out of it to fuel the reality of the inness all day. By you wanting to get out of something, you give it a reality it never had, never had, because you are reality. You're giving everything all the meaning it has. You believe something happened in time, and therefore you're destined to suffer its consequences in time. You never can seem to get out of the hamster cage. This is purely a negation, like 
Lord Jesus supposedly said once, he says, you're in this world, but you're not of this world. That's a perfect negative way of teaching. Yeah? It's not saying anything about the upness. It's just saying what we're in. You're in this world. Everyone knows what it's like to be in this place. But you're not of this place. Hallelujah. Stop looking for what can't be found. Yeah? You've got to take care of the action figure. And the AA way of life is great for the action figure. The action figure... Is a, is a corroding system that's moving and eroding through time. You've got to take care of it in a lot of ways, or it's going to break down. And the brain is part of the action figure. That which is producing the sense of self is the body. Yeah. So let's say someone wakes up and they're diabetes. Would you think they would, st- they would assume they don't have to take insulin? Of course they continue to take insulin, because they realize what they're not and what they are. You know, what they are. Yeah. Just because you finally get you're not the car doesn't mean you let it go to fucking hell. You need it here. Yeah. So the diabetes is why is people, people think, oh, once I wake up, I won't have to do, you know, I don't just, I don't have to do the steps of AA because there is no self. And, so, and then they're drunk. They're drunk non-dualists. <laughs> they are. Give unto Caesars what Caesars, render unto Caesars what Caesars, yeah, and you get on with it. But you're not of Caesar, that's the good news. So, for me, the mantra that's allowing you to visualize you as self as a body is the selfie primarily rooted in the thought system with the memory as a huge backup and perceptions that cause you to see things that aren't there. Yes? So basically most of us are reacting to what's not happening all day instead of responding to what's happening. Yeah? So we're now living in a mental interpretation. Yeah. We're stung by the past and we're afraid we're going to be stung in the future. So we're in a very, very strong sense of anxiety even when things are beautiful. Yeah, because we can't we can't rest in the beauty now because we're enslaved to the idea of time and we're wondering will it be this way tomorrow? Yeah, so you can't enjoy peace of mind because of time. Yeah, yeah. and the whole thought system's value is not of here; it's of yesterday and tomorrow. It's thinking now but it's thinking about yesterday and tomorrow now. So you can see it doesn't really much value now, or it wouldn't have to think much at all. We're already here. Maybe you had to think how to get here, but you're here. There's not much to think about now. Yeah? The true response here would be you'd be chilled out. You'd see there's no threat, and you could really take a nice exhale and let go of all your seeming concerns and worries. Yeah? But most people aren't responding to what's happening. They're reacting to what's not happening. What's that? That's the religion here. The religion is, we're not a god of now. We're a god of yesterday and tomorrow. We're worshipping that which is playing god, which is the mental state. And like it says in AA, you've got to quit playing god. 
but that which is playing God will claim to be the one that hears that message and then that which is playing God will try to quit playing God which is playing God <laughs> and all God on ad infinitum it's just going to go on and on and on you're going to want to know God as a knower of God because you're the bigger God in the equation of course you're going to want to fucking drink or do something it's unbearable really it's unbearable to be displaced all day, every day, to hope for love, and then when love shows up, the inability to receive it is unbearable. You know? It's unbearable to not have any feeling at all when you see someone not doing well. It's truly unbearable. Yeah. So... This is, if you didn't, if the thoughts weren't yours, you'd do a lot better with that station. Yeah? It's the mind of the thought that binds you to the thinker. Yeah? You'll use whatever thought comes up, spiritual thoughts, carnal thoughts, sexual thoughts, it doesn't matter. It's what it's going to use it for, which is to bind you to the idea of being the thinker of the thoughts or the object of the thoughts. That's its whole intent. That's why there's so many thoughts, because the bonding is only imaginary. It can only make it seem like it's so. It can only make it appear to what is real that it's real. Yeah? This is the greatest convincing magic act of all time. Your mental state is constantly performing a magic act to convince mind, the reality, to take its little story to be true, to breathe life into it. And so we do, until you get sick and tired of being sick and tired of it, or something happens, and then you wake up, then you stop trying to be free as that, but you're now entertaining being free from it. You'll see that you're not self. And then the possibility of being from it will show up. And then it will tell you how many years have gone by trying to be free as self. And finally it will be corrected and you'll entertain being free from self. Yeah? And there it goes, because it's true. You're not being, you're not being freed from anything. It's just an activity. Yeah? You can either be bound or not each second. Really, truly. Isn't it the case? You can have Nirvana at 9.05 in the morning and 9.10 you're in hell. It can be that extreme. You don't, and yet you haven't changed one bit. What you are is still what's looking at all times. If it's looking at hell or heaven, it's the same what's looking. Yeah. All the heaven and hells are being made up, but what's looking can't be made up. It is. Yeah. None of your shenanigans interrupts it or blemishes it. It's always available at all times, right where you are, with no requirement necessary other than the ones you've made up, basically. Like my friend says about AA, says, you know, AA corrected, when I first, I was misintroduced to God and then AA corrected it. He introduced to me God. You know what I mean? It's a beautiful way he says it. I can't do it. But it's a nice sense. So you're just now being introduced to in non-duality. It introduces you to some possibility which is not of time and not of effort. Yeah? It's seeing what you're not. So you entertain. Am I the thinker of these thoughts? Or let's say, and boy, you can use a little technique that's valuable at times if you're into techniques, which is subjective questioning, who am I? 
So if you're worrying about next week, you don't pay attention to the reasons why you are or not. You just ask, who is it that's worrying about next week? See if anyone shows up. It's sort of like knocking on a door. If you knock on the door a thousand times and no one shows up, it means no one's home. Yeah. <laughs> there is no you. <laughs> it's just what is. <laughs> and then see what happens. It's allowed me to travel lighter over many years now. And I am freaking a very, 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 very damaged action figure. Yeah. I've shot tons of cocaine. I tend, tend to have a little paranoia streak in there. <laughs> Other things happen. But I'm not that, which is the great news, so I can trouble lighter as that. If this was me, I would kind of, I'd be fucking working on it right now. But I've been relieved of that bondage of self. So I travel lighter over whatever geography life has in store for the action figure. And after years of that, I came to a conclusion, what more do you freaking want than that? You're giving it very exotic names like awakening, enlightenment, but if you were satisfied right now and content, and you could enjoy peace of mind, you wouldn't be looking for anything else. You'd be being all of that. You'd be busy being it. You wouldn't spend one second looking for what you're not ever again. Yeah? And you never get chipped. You're always here. Every second of every day. Nothing escapes you. Whatever is appearing, you're the space it's appearing in. Yeah? So... I could go into it more, but the feeling is this, the feeling of it, the sense of it. You can feel it in the room. That's the message. And, you know, I'm just like a mailman. Just, you've been served the spiritual subpoena. It doesn't demand thought, but that the thought system will go to it and try to think it out. But hopefully you can weather that storm and just entertain the space and realize the greatest gift you could ever come across in this life is nothing. Yeah? Because nothing is everything. Yeah? What you truly are can't be categorized or cataloged or taken or subtracted or added or seen in an account or doesn't go up and down like the stock market. It's the space of all space. Yeah? It's not moving one inch. You know, it's always available at all times. Why not allow it in so you can have a nice Wednesday night? You know? Instead of having a terrible Monday night on Wednesday night. Or an incredibly scary 2019 on Wednesday night. Why not just Wednesday nights more than enough? <laughs> the shit's going to catch up to me it's going to catch up to me but it isn't now <laughs> see how can you enjoy peace of mind when your head is agitated it's impossible you'll fucking piss on peace once it comes up you'll, you'll counter it with will I feel like this tomorrow 
We're constantly pledging allegiance to the mental religion of yesterday and tomorrow. Constantly. People come to these meetings, they feel really good. And they, the first question, usually their questions always come with, oh, I feel really great. And then, but. But's the big, then the whole allegiance shifts into seek heil to time. But will I be feeling this on Tuesday? Fuck, why not just enjoy it now? <laughs> why do you need a... It's like some people, they want to be guaranteed a stair is going to be in front of them before they take the step. Take the freaking step and a stair will appear. That's how it works. Yeah? So. And an AA, I could just look at an AA... The thought system is where the problem resides, yes? The mind, memory, perceptions, thoughts. Yeah, this is where all this shit's being conjured up. This is where the false evidence appears real, yeah? Now, if you look at that statement, false evidence appears real, there's got to be something that's appearing real too, yeah? False evidence appears real to us. We're the reality. That's why we can make mountains out of molehills. Because we're reality. This is dreaming. We can make something the worst thing that ever happened, and then when you get changed in AA, you'll see it as the best thing that ever happened. That's how extreme it is. We're reality. We are reality. We are the activeness of reality. That's the only way false evidence could ever appear real. It would have to appear real to reality. To us. And that it's doing all day, isn't it? How about false evidence appears? Yes, it does. All day. The false advertisement is constantly going over the ticket tape, but you're not buying anything anymore. Yeah. That doesn't have to stop. The R has to drop out. It's just F-E-A, fuck that, who cares? Not F-E-A-R. The R is us, that's our role. Yeah, false evidence appears all the time. But it appears real, that's what we jump in. It has to appear real to us, or it's just false evidence appearing. <laughs> so... I will self-meditate. <laughs> I would say we are all self-meditating right now. <laughs> and the only reason why is it's called Rebecca or Tony. You wouldn't be self-meditating on the story of Paul unless you're a Paul. Really, you'd see it boring. Everyone would see your incredibly, incredibly, unbelievably mind-boggling story is totally freaking boring as hell. It's, it's not the movie that's good, it's the audience. <laughs> that makes it so. The, the movie of Paul looks great to all the Pauls, <laughs> but not to Julie or Mary or Steve. <laughs> you have to get a little flavor. What's happening here? Thoughts don't drive me crazy. Thoughts are used to drive you crazy. Thoughts are used by the mental processes. Thoughts have no power to drive one crazy. They're given that ability by us. 
by calling them our thoughts. That's what's happening all day. We're like that movie, you ever see Fight Club? Where Ed Norton is, has his little halt or whatever. And so he's thinking this guy's been barring the whole thing. And then he sees a video and he's just punching himself. This is what it's like. That's like the rude awakening. When you realize you're in what? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like someone who has their house is on fire and, and so you... They believe it's true, and then you tell them, all right, where the pale water is. But when it's not burning, you go, how many fires have, have you been at? 30. Well, maybe it's the fire in you. Have some, maybe you're the fire starter. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's what AA does. It just nudges us to see our role in things. And then other possibilities take you farther to see your real role in things. Not like, oh, I did that to that person at the party, but you're giving everything all the meaning it has. That's a huge, huge step, you know? And as we find in AA, when we leave the first two columns of the recovery, you know, we do an inventory of who you're mad at and why. Everyone at every bar tonight on Clement Street knows that. They know who they're mad at and why. And it just demands another fucking drink. There's no relief. We just take the, the inventory to what was your role in it and how much relief comes from when you see your role in things. You stop blaming everyone else and the spotlight is not on them and suddenly it's on you. And then there's a great relief from your story. Well, can you imagine if you just kept take, allowing it to go farther, farther back? The, geo, the relief will geometrically progress when you see more and more your role in things here, which is you are the dreaming of this dreaming. That's an incredible position, you know? It's not like being an irritant with your friend at the party. You're dreaming everything. Yeah? So, there you go. Any questions? No. No? No? Everyone's satiated? Not bad, 30-something minutes.